Well, welcome everyone to Ecclesia United. My name is Anthony Richardson. I am the founder and the president of Ecclesia United. I want to thank you so much for joining us. Um, thank you that you found us in your app store, app store, in your podcast um, uh, library, or in. Uh, I'm glad you found us. <laughs> One thing you'll know about us is that these these are not scripted uh, messages um, or teachings uh, or whatnot these are just really raw and uncut so whatever I'm saying I'm saying it live and on the fly uh, and and as I am led to speak um, so uh, even though I was kind of fumbling over what I want to say about you joining the podcast I just want to um, it, it, it's not it's not of any concern to me um, but I do want to thank you for joining us if you haven't already uh, joined or uh, uh, if you have not already uh, subscribed um, to our podcast library, I'd implore you to do so. There's a plethora of teachings and trainings that we have already available for you uh, that you can go back and consume. And sometimes as we're um, going through these installments, um, I may reference other installments um, that will be beneficial for you to um, marry up together as um, supplemental teachings and trainings um, as we move forward. So uh, thank you again for joining us. Uh, well, we appreciate you. Now, I today, uh, uh, first, Merry Christmas. Uh, it's pretty early where I am at, um, about 3.30 in the morning. Um, so I uh, just want to say Merry Christmas to everyone. So when you do hear this, this will be on Christmas Day 2021. Um, and um, um, just want to uh, hope you all are doing well and healthy and safe and you're having a great time with your family and friends um, and just celebrating uh, the reason for the season, Jesus Christ um, in his in his uh, his birth into into this world. Um, I think that's apropos to to kind of start out um, how what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to read um, some text. I'm, I, I often um, when you hear these installments, I, I don't typically um, uh, take up a a text of scripture and exegete if you will, that particular text of scripture, what I typically do is I'm weaving and stitching together um, different portions of the word, um, not out of context, um, but in a flow that I th that is cohesive. Um, and so but today I'm going to take a little different approach because there's something uh, that was uh, I just found myself meditating, meditating on uh, earlier to uh, or earlier. Well, I guess it'll be yesterday, technically speaking, um, just meditating on. I've I've read this scripture a number of times. In fact, um, in in the in the uh, overview of our podcast um, library in in your podcast store, you'll see that I reference this same scripture um, because I think it's the impetus, if you will, for. Uh, what what we what we believe we're called to do in terms of ministering or preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ unto all the world, um, and um, so it's a very very important scripture to us. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna I'm coming back to it. 
uh, as as we will with th- throughout our lives, we will come back to familiar pieces of scripture that we've seen before and we'll come back to them. And because God is showing us something new and something different, something revelatory, um, because his his word is like a multifaceted multifaceted diamond there's there's brilliance from whatever angle that you're looking at it at but each side is unique uh, in that diamond and each side of his word is unique and he gives us clearer perspectives as he guides us by way of his uh, by way of his spirit now, now we rely we rely we rely at ecclesia united we rely wholeheartedly on the holy spirit uh, because the Holy Spirit, according to the scriptures, uh, will lead us into all truth and understanding. For he does not speak of himself, but whatsoever he heareth of the Father, that's what he will speak. And he will show us things to come. And so the Holy Spirit uh, is important. And in fact, we're going to be talking about the Holy Spirit and its operation uh, in in what we're going to talk about today. Um, so I'll start out reading. This is Mark chapter 16 um and again merry christmas to everybody mark chapter 16 and just by way of just a little context about what's kind of preceding the verses where we're going to come to um uh, at this point jesus has been crucified he has been uh, and he has died and he has been buried and now he has rose from the grave and he's beginning to show himself um, to to his disciples and those that were around him. Uh, and 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 this is where we kind of pick up on the text at. Uh, I'm going to start at verse nine. So Mark chapter 16, verse nine, and we'll read through and then I'll dive in to where we want to take um uh, take our uh, take a pulse, if you will, of the text, if I can say that, uh, to kind of dive a little bit deeper into some things I think God wants to talk to us about that I think are very helpful. And I think, too, that what we're talking about today, if you take this and you marry it with our most recent installment, which I uh, oh, the purpose of the pain the purpose of the pain or the purpose of pain. If you take that, marry it with this installment, I think there will be a, a, a pretty comprehensive training and teaching I think that will be beneficial for you because the, the purpose of pain, pain being an indicator that change is either happening or change needs to happen, uh, ultimately is pushing you or pushing me towards purpose uh, and then the purpose in purpose, we need to be guided in our purpose. And so the guider uh, the, or, or, or the one who is guiding us in our purpose is the Holy Spirit. And so the Holy Spirit will be uh, front and center in today's teaching, as in all teachings um, that we have released. He, he, he is he is the guide that, tr- that that takes us through this. This is why it's unscripted, um, because we have to be I feel like scripts to me. Um, I'm not interested in perfection, if you will, in terms of uh, production and how 
things are laid out uh, in this podcast, in our library. Uh, what I am interested in is following the Holy Spirit and being free, not married to a script, thinking I have to go one way uh, or another uh, it, it, it because because the Holy Spirit is guiding us. Uh, and and he's teaching us what we what we need. He's training us and teaching us and what we need to say and how we need to say it and the way we need to say it and in the timing we need to say it. That is very important uh, for you to understand. Um, without further ado, Mark chapter sixteen, verse number nine, and then I'll read. And like I said, I will dive in where uh, we want to take uh, the pulse and. Uh, and, and dive deeper. So Mark chapter 16, verse nine. Uh, now, when Jesus, this is King James version. Now, when Jesus was risen early, the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast seven devils. And she went and told them that had been with him as they mourned and wept. And they when they had heard that he was alive and had been seen of her, believed not. Verse 12. After that, he appeared in another form unto two of them as they walked and went into the country. And they went and told it unto the residue. Neither believed they them. Verse 14. Afterward, he appeared unto the eleven as they sat at meat and upbraided them with their unbelief and hardness of heart because they believed not them which had seen him after he was risen. Verse 15. And he said unto them, Go ye. And now this is interesting. He is challenging them. Jesus, that is, is challenging them because People are coming and saying, hey, we have seen Jesus walking. He's appeared to us. He showed himself. He is not dead. He is alive. And those which walk with him and had been with him and had been, uh, had been training with him, under him, had been seeing him operate had been hearing what he had been talking about, had they been seeing and listening, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying unto the church. If they had been hearing, if they had been seeing um, what he had been saying to them, they would know, as he said, as he said, his this temple will be torn down in three days. If you tell, you can tear this temple down, but in three days he rebuild, he will rebuild it again. Ultimately, what I'm trying to say is that these who have been walking with him that he has appeared to or have been it has been noised abroad to them that he is walking. They believed not when they should have believed because they had been with them and he had been telling them all along what would be what would happen to him, what would happen to him. Okay, But even after that abraded them and abraded them upbraided I'm going to look at this word real quick abradeth upbraideth afterward he appeared unto them unto the rather this is uh, verse number 14 afterward he appeared unto them 
Sorry, it doesn't say them. Mark chapter 16, verse 14. Afterward, he appeared unto the eleven as they sat at meat and upbraideth, upbraideth um, to revile. Um, This is what this means, to to reproach, um, to to chide, it's so so chide chide let's let's look at that and i'm looking this up as we're as we're going along because it's an interesting word or word to me so to chide scold rebuke okay that that's what i had in my in my mind is where is where that that word was 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 going um but but this is this is what has happened uh jesus has appeared to the 11 there's 11 because Judas is the one that betrayed him and he is not with them so now he appears Jesus appears unto the 11 as they sat at meat and basically it says here and abraded them with their unbelief and hardness of heart basically scolding them because of their unbelief and their hardness of heart, because they believed not them which had seen him after he was risen. Now, after this rebuking, this scolding, God, God, it almost as if he pivots and begins to talk to them about the mission that he's going to send them on. And so, so verse 15 says, and he said unto them, go ye into all the world. Now he's, now he has rebuked them for their unbelief, but what he's charging them to go into the world to do is to minister the gospel, this message to people in, in not, I don't want to say in hopes but with the, with with the goal that they would believe the people that he is going Jesus is going to send his disciples to the people that he's sending his disciples to he's sending his disciples to people to the world with a message and the ultimate goal is for them to believe this message. Now he's rebuking the disciples because they're not believed. They had not believed that Jesus is risen from the dead. This is interesting. The dichotomy that's here is because in one hand, he's rebuking the messengers for not believing. These, these forthcoming messengers, he's rebuking them. And he's rebuking them because they haven't believed the fact that others have seen him after he has risen from the grave. But then he's going to now send out these forthcoming messengers to be messengers to the world with the hope that the world, with the goal that the world or those that hear this message would believe. That's interesting. Now, verse 14, I'm going to go back. Afterward, he appeared unto the eleven as they sat at meat and abraded them with their unbelief and hardness of heart because they believed not them which had seen him after he was risen. And he said unto them, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. 
He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. I, I got excited in verse 17 at the beginning. And these signs shall follow them that believe. This is where we're going to have our emphasis at. And we may have to stop right here right now because it, it, this is interesting. The What's all juxtaposed in this narrative? You have disciples who have walked with Jesus, seeing him perform signs and wonders and miracles and many, many things throughout their lives. He foretells to these disciples that he is going to die. He's going to be crucified, but he's also going to rise from the grave. Now, and he foretells this to the disciples. So, so after, after, after them having seen him operate and do all the things that he's done, all the time that they have been with him, he has fed 5,000 with two fish and five loaves of bread. He has laid hands on sick. He's raised the dead. He has cast out demons. He has calmed troubled waters while they were on a boat crossing across the sea. Uh, all these miraculous things he has done. He, 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 all these things he has done. People have come to him lame in beds. And he's told them, rise up, take up your bed and walk and go free. He's, they, they, he's, they have seen withered hands stretch forward. They have seen sick children raised to life. They have seen others who have been sick with fevers and all kinds of things being healed instantaneously. Then after having seen all these things, Jesus also tells them about the fact that he's going to be crucified and he is going to and he is going to and he is going to die and he but he's going to rise from the dead. Now, if 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 I now this is hindsight looking back. So we don't know what's in the disciples' heads and minds or what they're dealing with. We don't know. I'm just thinking if looking back if if I had have seen all these things, this now this is pretty critical because I don't know. There's things, there's things that we've seen right now, and so I, I got to be very careful in about in about what about what I'm uh, in what I'm about to say because it can seem very critical of the disciples, but it's something that was very very prevalent in our own lives, present day, right now. I know I am guilty of this myself. Because after having seen God do signs and wonders and miracles and perform things and show himself mightily to us, uh, we still have challenges believing things. Okay, we still have challenges believing things. We often want signs and we want other things to help us to confirm that what it is that he is saying to us. Uh, and 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 that's that's uh, that's. Not what, not what, not what's happening. So now, uh, I I want to get back on track because uh, um, because we're going somewhere. Now, verse fifteen. Uh, no, verse sixteen. And he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Now, verse seventeen. And these signs shall follow them that believe. 
Just, just keep that in your heart. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, whose name? Jesus' name. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Soon then after, verse 19, soon then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. Verse 20, and they, the disciples, went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. That's interesting. He's confirming the word with signs following, not signs before. It's signs following. So this is, this is, this is, this is so interesting to me. And confirming the words with signs following. And this ends, verse 20 ends with an amen. Ah, wow. God's word is so awesome to me. What 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 I was meditating on earlier today uh, is this in verse 17. And these signs shall follow them that believe. I often as I'm reading and meditating on text in the Bible, uh, there generally will be a word or two words or a phrase or what have you that will illuminate that will illuminate. And that's kind of where I'm I'm at. And I, and I don't want to say stuck at, but that's where I'm focused at. Um, just kind of studying and, and, you know, uh, just spending time there, allowing the Holy Spirit to guide and to and to teach and to train me because I'm learning all the time. Um, and so he's giving us new information all the time and new 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 uh, new facets of the diamond he is showing to us and showing the brilliance of that side and shining the light through the diamond and seeing the brilliance radiate from the diamond it's such it's so awesome when god does this because because we see things that we hadn't seen before now in verse 17 when he says and these signs shall follow them the word follow was um very interesting to me uh, that's what illuminated to me um um uh the the, the word follow is a greek word paraka lutheo paraka lutheo um now it now as because i study words all the time so so when I hear words, I'm also listening for I'm hearing the word, but I'm also searching my mental Rolodex for similar words or synonymous words. So parakalutheo, when I first heard that word, parakalutheo, paraka, that first part of it, it instantly took me to uh, the parakletos or the or, or, or the or the paraka or the or the pa- it's it's pronounced parakletos i believe it's how it's pronounced uh but it's the paraclete or the holy spirit or the helper uh okay so the, or the comforter okay so the so the comforter the parakletos the paraclete um the parakalutheo the paraka that 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 portion of the parakalutheo which is the word follow uh parakalutheo paraka paraclete 
that means uh, the, the, uh, the one who comes alongside, the attendant, the one, and, and, and as you study that word, if you were to get dive into your, into your, into your concordance, you would see that the paraka lutheo, the, 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 or the paraka who comes alongside is following, listen to this, following close behind and then comes alongside. So it's almost as if you, you have to, it's almost as if I, you have this picture of traversing or moving, you as the person moving throughout the land and close behind you is, is the paraclete. Uh, and then as you as then as you execute and begin to carry out God's purpose, then the paraclete comes alongside of you, show, almost like a shoulder to shoulder. Now, it, it's interesting. It's interesting that, that, that that's kind of the picture that we get, because because the, 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 the paracolutheo in this following the as the, the signs that follow. It, it is is the paraka the the paraclete coming behind to, to and then coming alongside uh, uh, to assist uh, in what is being carried out. So now, now what's being carried out here is the 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 disciples are carrying out the ministering of the word. Okay. Uh, the, the, they're they're carrying out the ministering of God's word. Now, as God is ministering to them, uh, as, he, as as they are ministering, the par, the parakalutheo or, or following alongside of them and with them and behind them and alongside of them is the paraclete, who is the one who is actually doing the work. Okay, so the paraclete is the one who is doing the work. Um, and so, so it's, it's, a uh, it, it, it's very important to see that now, now what I also want to say is, is, is the Holy Spirit also leads. So, so the Holy Spirit, it, it, if you go like to Luke chapter four, uh, and you see Jesus after having fasted, uh, for 40 days, uh, now then he's led into the wilderness by the spirit so the the holy spirit leads as well so so not only does the holy spirit lead but the holy spirit also follows you and is behind you but then also comes alongside you as you're carrying out purpose now what what's what's interesting also about that is the holy spirit leads the holy spirit follows the holy spirit is behind beside and so that 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 is pointing to a picture that says 360 degrees around you, you are surrounded by the Holy Spirit. Now, there's a scripture that says, God says to us, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. So, so what, what, what is always challenging when it comes to the Holy Spirit, I think sometimes, uh, and I know I've been guilty of this, is sometimes I would say, well, I don't feel the Holy Spirit. A and I wonder if that's incorrect to to feel the Holy Spirit. Is it possible that that you don't feel the Holy Spirit? You just have to know that the Holy Spirit is with you. And you have to know that the Holy Spirit is with you because God has said in his word that I will never 
leave thee nor forsake thee. He will never leave thee nor will he ever forsake thee. That's his promise to 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 the believers those that are those that are washed in his blood those that are those that are his he says i will never leave thee nor forsake thee so do you have to feel the holy spirit to know that the holy spirit is present no you do not have to feel the holy spirit to know that the holy spirit is present what you have to know is what his word said and you have to believe the word believe is to be persuaded you have to be persuaded and know that the holy spirit is with you and if the holy spirit is with you then you can do all things through christ who gives you the power and the authority in order to do it now now you don't need to feel the Holy Spirit to then know when to move. You just need to move as the Holy Spirit is guiding you in moving. So as things, as God is illuminating things for you in your heart, in your mind, or as you're seeing certain things come to pass, or you're getting certain impressions on your heart, you don't need to feel the Holy Ghost and look for a sign because the sign isn't going to proceed. The sign is going to follow them that believe. So as you carry out and do the work that you're supposed to do and you minister the gospel as you're supposed to minister the gospel to others that are that that are and they believe when they believe signs will follow them which believe. Uh, and 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 now now it's interest it this is this is a very very interesting text to me and we we probably we I don't know we may or may not but we come back to this with another installment but I I want to kind of wet uh the, the appetite of us uh as we kind of look forward to what else God is saying because the, because what what's really important I think for you to know right now through this installment is that God is with you as the believer as a believer God is with you and these signs shall follow them that believe God is God will is going to follow up and confirm his word with the authenticity he's going to show the authenticity of his word with signs and wonders okay and confirming the word with, with signs following okay so so these this is something I want you just to kind of just have in your heart earmark it I think we may come back to this with some additional uh, training and some additional insight but what what I want you to get out of this right now is to understand that God is with you if you are a believer in Jesus Christ God is with you the Holy Spirit is with you okay and so you don't need sign you don't need you don't need the a feeling. You don't need any of that. You just need to obey the Holy Spirit and move as the Holy Spirit is unctioning you to move. Okay, uh, and so we're we're going to stop there. But I, but what I want to also do before stopping is I want to give an opportunity for those of you who may be listening who uh, have not yet put your trust in your faith. In Jesus Christ you you haven't been persuaded as of yet uh, and 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 the persuasion I don't think is is on uh, is on us 
the persuasion is on you. You have to allow your heart to be open to the fact of who Jesus is. He showed himself to you. You know who he is. Innately, it's, it's ingrained in your psyche, in your fabric of your human makeup that you know that God exists. Okay, so 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 now why you haven't put your trust in him is because you have not opened up your heart to allow your heart to be persuaded and believe in him. Jesus died for you. He died for me. He died a gruesome, gruesome death. Uh, and shed his blood for us to cleanse us of all of our unrighteousness to set us back on the right track uh, with who he is. And so now and now you have the opportunity to move forward in him. But you've got you have to you have to put your faith and your trust in him. And you can do that right now. You don't have to wait any longer. You don't need anything else. You don't need anybody else coming to you and saying anything else to you. You know what you need to do, and that is give your life to him. And it's easy. All you have to do is just believe in your heart that Jesus is the perfect lamb of God who was slain for us, died for our sins, and and it was our substitute upon the cross. What was justly due to us, he took it upon himself, and he died the death that we should have died. But then he rose from the grave on the third day with all power in his hands. The scriptures say, if you believe in your heart upon the Lord Jesus, upon who he is, that he is our Savior, he is our Deliverer, he is the one that has set us free. If you, if you believe in your heart the Lord Jesus, and you confess with your mouth that he has rose from the dead the scriptures say that you shall be saved and that's all you have to do is believe in your heart upon the Lord Jesus be persuaded in the fact that he is who he is and then confess with your mouth that he is the Lord Jesus Christ he rose from the dead and with with that with that declaration and that belief you are saved, and that's all you have to do. Now, let me just pray for you, uh, and then we'll and then we'll move forward from here. Our Father, we're so thankful for these your sons and daughters who have put their faith in you. They believe in who you are. They believe in the fact that they we are all sinners saved by your grace. And if it wasn't for your grace and what you have done for us, uh, we would not be where we are today. Thank you for what you've done. Thank you for delivering us. We give you the praise, the honor, and the glory right now in Jesus' name. Amen.